Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. We need your help. Share what we do here on your digital platforms. Well, we have a special guest for the first part of the show today. It's Clay Clark, and if you... uh, Tune in to our TV show at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. You've heard Clay numerous times, and uh, we, we arranged to get him here on our uh, three radio networks broadcast as well as our podcast. And uh, if you've not heard Clay before, uh, I think you're in for an interesting experience. Clay, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us. Hey, thank you so much for allowing me to be here with you today, and hopefully we can uh, provide some clarity for your listeners about what is going on. Yes, sir, absolutely. And I know uh, we're going to cover the Trump indictment and a little bit of an update on CBDC, so I'm just going to throw it over to you and say take it where you will. Well, on the Trump indictment, uh, I did an interview today with uh, somebody who I think a lot of your listeners will respect a lot, a man by the name of Matt Whitaker, uh, yes. the former U.S. Attorney General, Matt Whitaker. Yes. And uh, he hopped on uh, my show today and, and uh, underscored really five key points that I think everybody should know today uh, as it relates to the Trump indictment. So uh, point number one, let's talk about the people that are uh, at the center of this attack on President Donald J. Trump. So character number one, Michael Cohen, who is... Michael Cohen. And is Michael Cohen a, a credible person? No. It's a rhetorical question I would ask the listeners out there, but Michael Cohen, I encourage everyone to look him up. Yeah, I agree. Um, he, he is not credible in any way, shape, or form. Um, he's already perjured himself because of the stuff he put into writing and what he told his own attorney. You're 100% correct. Now, the second character we need to know, and I encourage you to not look her up, is Stormy Daniels. Hmm. Now, Stormy Daniels is also at the center of this, uh, we'll call it a storm or attack on President Donald J. Trump. I think we all need to look, uh, or at least know who she is and ask the question, is she credible? Now, the third character we need to know is Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti. Look him up, folks. A-V-E-N. A-T-T-I, Michael Avenatti. Who is Michael Avenatti? Is he credible? What is going on? Now, big idea number four is how many charges will Trump be charged with? And what's going to happen? You know, is, is he going to be fingerprinted? Will he have a mug shot? Will he be on handcuffs? What does that look like? We don't, we don't know. There's, there's not been a precedent for this because President Trump does have the secret service that will be with him wherever he goes. But it looks as though President Trump will be charged with 34 counts is what they're looking at. It could be higher than that, but 34 counts. And, and again, uh, Dave, that's, that's uh, uh, a large number, and I think people just need to be very aware of how they are really trying to throw the book at President Donald J. Trump and make an example out of him for political reasons. Yeah, this is airing uh, a day before the indictment's going to be arraigned, or the day after, I should say. But here's a, here's what I heard today, Clay. I heard that a judge is going to put a gag order on him, and he can't talk about the corrupt legal system in any form or fashion, which is election interference. That's what you heard today. Yes, I did. I heard that's coming. I wouldn't doubt it. Now, can you kind of explain 
Um, I'd love to get your take on as to why, just for people out there that are new to this case, why do you think that the opposition, the people coming after President Trump, want him to have a gag order uh, at this point? So he can't campaign. If you look at the top three issues on everyone American's plate, uh, crime and a two-tier justice system that's unfair and a weaponized DOJ and FBI, they're, they're on people's wheelhouse, and, and, and they're going to keep Trump from talking about this for as long as they can. Very, very interesting. Now, the final point I want to clarify about this Trump indictment is uh, the Manhattan District Attorney who's bringing forth this uh, case is Alvin Bragg. Now, Alvin Bragg, you say, who's Alvin Bragg? Well, Alvin Bragg is a Manhattan District Attorney that uh, has decided to uh, downgrade 52% of the felonies in the crime-ridden New York to a misdemeanor status over the past year. 52% of these uh, a lot of oftentimes violent crimes that are taking place in New York and making New York almost unlivable. Alvin Bragg has decided to downgrade those felonies 52% of the time and to make those misdemeanors. And Alvin Bragg and, and many of those coming after President Trump right now have essentially campaigned on the idea of taking out President Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't it make a lot of sense that that's what they would be doing right now? So that's where we find ourselves today as it relates to uh, this this uh, Trump indictment. Well, you know, to me, and I, I've looked at this too. Um, they don't have a felony, but they had to bootstrap two laws together, which made no sense. And even if they went for the misdemeanor, the statute of limitations is expired. Correct. Correct. Now, I want to uh, switch gears for a little bit, if I can. I want to focus on the central bank digital currencies, mm-hmm. uh, central bank digital currencies. Um, I encourage everyone to look up a, a woman by the name of Lael Brainerd. Lael Brainerd. L-A-E-L Brainerd. B-R-A-I-N-A-R-D. Lael Brainerd. She's the vice chair for the Federal Reserve Board, um, and she's a career economist uh, and a Federal Reserve governor who has been vocal about financial inclusion and the risks of climate change. Well, she announced uh, during one of her video broadcasts there, and this took place on August 29th of 2022, that the CBDCs would be implemented in America beginning May of 2023. Oh, my. Yeah. So here we are. And uh, we're talking about, she says, between May and July, they should see the implementation of what's called Fed Now. Or the CBDCs. Now, guess what happens in August? It looks as though in August, during the month of August, it looks as though BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they'll be rolling out their new reserve currency. That's Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. So you can kind of see the the court. You can see the coordinated effort that has gone into de-dollarizing the world. Mm-hmm. Well, these nations are running from the petrodollar which is our only backing for a currency that's $32 trillion in debt. Correct. And so that's where we find ourselves today. We find ourselves in a spot today where many uh, Americans are, are just waking up to the fact that Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're all teaming up together to de-dollarize the world. These countries have been buying copious amounts of gold. They've been Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. They're buying massive amounts of gold in preparation for the introduction of a central bank digital currency that's gold-backed. Gold-backed central bank digital currency. So you, you can see what they're doing now. And now we have Iran, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, many other countries, Argentina, Egypt, Turkey. They're all looking to officially join BRICS. So the, uh, it's a concerted effort in concert to remove the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency. That's what's going on right now. Yeah, that's. Uh, it will take a second here. We've covered this on our TV side, but tell the audience your main concerns about CBDC rolling into the American economy. Well, one is that... Um, the central bank digital currencies are programmable central bank digital currencies. There's a programmable currencies that you can turn on or off in the way you can turn on or off somebody's uh, social media account, as we've seen with censorship. So 
Could you imagine what it would be like to uh, want to take your wife on a date and you're an apolitical person, you're listening to this show, you're taking your wife on a date, maybe you're picking up your kids from school, and all of a sudden you go to get gas to you know refill your minivan and uh, your payment doesn't go through. You're not allowed to buy gas. And you check and you're going, wow, I, 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 I mean... I should have $30,000 in that account or $80,000 or $2,000. I don't understand why I can't buy this $40 of gas. Well, it's because you have exceeded your carbon allowance, and therefore you're unable to buy or sell at the whims of whoever's setting this carbon allowance criteria. That's what's going on. This is a social credit scoring system. It's changing the very definition of what money means. So that money can be used as a weapon, so that money can be turned on or off, so that money is not related to how hard you work or how much value you offer, but based upon your adherence to a communist uh, agenda. That's uh, very disturbing. Uh, and, and I look at the CBDC will enforce the tenets of ESG, too, won't it, with regard to social status, uh, status what you read on the Internet, or uh, expressed views. Uh, do you believe that we could be uh, Justin Trudeau'd uh, and have our bank account stolen from us with, under CBDC if we say and do things the government doesn't like? Yeah, and I would just say this uh, today to answer your question. I think it's important for people to do their research on this. If you um, go to your computer today, folks, and you do a search for Fed programmable money, Fed programmable money, that's the Google search term, Fed programmable money. And on the Fed, on the Federal Reserve website, they explain the programmable money. So that's something we should all look up right now. Now, the next item you'll want to look up here, folks, is this executive order. This was absolutely terrifying, but I encourage everyone to look it up. Look up executive order on ensuring responsible development of digital assets. Executive order on ensuring responsible development of digital assets. And when you read this legislation, I mean, it is mind-boggling, this, this, not least this legislation, this executive order, when you read it, and you recognize the profundity of the powers, the unlimited powers that this would give those who want to control us. Uh, that, it's truly terrifying where we're at right now in American uh, culture. Can you give us an example that the, the people will find? Yeah, well, okay. So if you go on the Federal Reserve website and you read about this, this money, this programmable money, your money can expire. You know, so like, uh, uh, you know, let's say that years ago for Christmas, Somebody gave you a Friday's uh, gift card or a gift card to Foot Locker, or we've all gotten a gift card to, you know, a gift card to uh, a, a restaurant, you know, for Christmas. And, you know, you're cleaning out your wallet and you go, oh, man, I didn't even use that thing. And so you go to the restaurant and you say, hey, I want to see how much money's on this gift card. And the restaurant says, oh, um, there's no money on the gift card right now because your gift card Expired. Could you imagine what that would be like if your money could expire? Is that to prevent the generational transmission of wealth and to be a, be a good uh, saver and accumulate wealth in your lifetime? It would be uh, the ultimate form of behavioral control. In China, they do this. So in China, let's just say that they want to speed up the economy, right? And they want to make the economy boom. They could say, hey, everyone's money is going to expire by this period of time, and if you don't spend it, you lose it. So all of a sudden, people are buying, buying, buying. Now, if they want to make the economy contract, and they say, hey, we, we want to make, they can weaponize that. So you imagine if the great people of Oklahoma decide they're not going to comply with lockdowns, quarantines, curfews, whatever. They just turn their money off. They say, in Oklahoma, you can't buy money. You can't buy anything this month. Is there any way around it? Do you think uh, gold, some kind of alternative currency, is there, is there a way around this imposition? Um, I feel as though um, gold and silver is the most likely um, solution at this point. Um, what do I mean by that? I mean, gold and silver is uh, a tech, you know, it, it's, a, it's a, a tested 
a form of currency that's been around for, for you know thousands of years. And what's going to happen is that the Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, the BRICS countries, they are now buying up copious amounts of gold because the central bank digital currency that they will introduce is gold-backed. So I would say the most viable strategy right now would be to take your soon-to-be-useless fiat dollars and to buy gold and silver, precious metals. That's what I would recommend to do. It's funny you'd say that. I'm doing that tomorrow by appointment. Um, you know, I represent Noble Gold, and uh, I do business with them, too, and uh, that's on my agenda for tomorrow. Gold, silver, palladium, and platinum. And uh, those are all the darling minerals of the uh, uh, New Green Deal cult uh, for their technology. So I may as well profit on it while I can. But you're right. But, yeah, there's problems, I think, with portability of that of those currencies. So, I mean, you're going to have to purchase coins, silver coins, gold coins, uh, and I think trading and bartering is going to be big. Do you think we'll see laws against... We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time food hoarding and trading and bartering you know what i don't know that um you know one of the things that i'm really good at and i appreciate you letting me help on your show to to share these things is i feel like i'm a really good fact guy yes uh, but then when it comes to maybe the opinion side of things uh, I'm a little more gun shy on sharing my opinion because I think we all have an opinion, and you know I, I would hate to be the guy that gives you a wrong opinion. But I can tell you factually that Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa—they're all teaming up to de-dollarize the Earth's currency. And I can tell you factually that the Fed Now program is turned on, will be turned on here during the month of April, and that'll be rolled out between the uh, eight, sorry, it'll be rolled out during the month of May. And it'll be rolled out between May and August. I can tell you that the BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're all teaming up to introduce a new reserve currency. I can tell you that Iran, Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, Egypt, Argentina, and other countries are joining BRICS. So I can tell you what they have planned for us is not a good thing. And I can tell you that BRICS should be announcing the expansion of BRICS uh, here in August of 2023 at their annual BRICS summit where they should be announcing officially that Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, uh, 
and other countries will be joining the BRIC nations. Yeah, disturbingly, Mexico is doing that too, and that since they're such a huge trading partner, that's of concern. But you know, here here's where my mind goes on this too, and I don't think this is speculation. If you de-dollarize the planet and wreck our economy with a with a currency collapse. I don't see how we can maintain a military to fight a two-front war against China and Russia. Yeah, and then that's when you're going to roll out your new book called How to Speak Chinese in a Quarantine Camp, right? Isn't that when your new book's coming out? It's, yeah. I mean, that's kind of where we're at, right? I mean, that's going to be popping on your show telling people, hey, guys, here are great tips on how to speak Chinese in a quarantine camp. Here's, you know, I mean, that's kind of where our country's headed if we don't stop this. How do we stop it? Uh, well, one is I just know that the people that I talk to on the, and I'm not saying this to name drop, but I'm just saying on the Reawakened America tour, you've got um, wonderful people, wonderful people like Mike Lindell, uh, Kevin Sorbo, uh, Cash Patel, Laura Trump, Devin Nunes, Peter DeBarro. These are all people. If you go to timetofreeamerica.com and you want to attend one of our Reawakened America tour events, we have the next one in Miami and Florida. These people are boldly speaking out the truth to everybody. And I think they're setting a great example of what you need to be doing. So everybody out there listening today, you've got to contact your local elected officials and let them know you cannot allow central bank digital currencies in your state. Because if that happens, it's over. Yeah, well, Christy Nome came out, and she vetoed a bill that would have done a lot of what you're saying. And uh, th- But she also issued a warning. She said in many states, CBDC is coming in as part of a larger omnibus bill. Do you, do you agree with her assessment? That CBDCs will be introduced regardless of her veto? Well, in other states. She's saying that CBDC is not being decided in state legislators as a standalone issue. They're camouflaging it inside other bills. Uh, I would not doubt it. I mean, for people that don't understand omnibus bills and how they work, the idea is, you know, if I am working, I'm trying to make it a small idea, but imagine I was working in your small business as a small idea, and I said, hey, boss, can I uh, get a budget increase of $1,000 a month because I want to buy more printing supplies? And you say, sure, Clay, you can do that. And I say, well, just sign here. And so I sign there to approve the $1,000 a month increase, and uh-oh, shocker, there's also on that same thing I signed an agreement to add $10,000 of extra catering expenses and $5,000 of extra entertainment because all of it's put together as part of an omnibus package. Mm-hmm. So it, in most legislatures, most people that are in office, I, I don't want to discourage people, but I want to give you facts. Most of the people that I've met who are elected officials from the great state of Oklahoma and Texas are systemically, Almost without fail, the dumbest and most shallow people I've ever met who refuse to read documents before signing them. So they have lobbyists, and the lobbyists say, oh, yeah, you should sign this. It's awesome. It's going to help fight back and help stop TikTok. You know? And then these people go, oh, yeah, this is, what are you saying? They go, Boss, you got to sign this because it's going to stop TikTok. You know? And then the third elected official, without reading it, signs something. You know, they've increased the level of restrictions on free speech. It's like the Patriot Act. It wasn't patriot, patriotic at all. Or it's like the Federal Reserve. It isn't federal, and there is no reserve. It's like the Obama uh, Health Care Act. You know, and it, it, it's a thing where um, the devil's in the details, and they intentionally put it in a massive 100-page document they know these legislators won't read, and they introduce an emotional argument that is time-sensitive, and they say, if you don't sign this document by... Tomorrow, it's the end of the world. And so the legislator who hasn't read it signs it because he feels pressured to, and that's what happens over and over and over. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about the Reawaken American Tour. And by the way, you and I will be seeing each other in person in August. I'm coming, uh, and I'll be occupying a media booth and doing a lot of interviews with your guests up in Las Vegas. I can't wait to do that. Um, and my staff is excited too. But uh, talk talk about reawaken American tours. I, I've been to them. I participated. They're awesome. And for people who don't know, tell me what they'll get and and how they can go find out more information. Well, if you want to learn more about the reawaken American tour, what you'll want to do is go to time to freeamerica dot com. Time to freeamerica dot com. And uh, as of right now, we've got about four hundred tickets remaining for the reawaken American tour. Trump Doral. 
and you just go up there to timetofreeamerica.com and you request a ticket. And when you do request a ticket, a member of my uh, great team, they're going to call you, and they're going to find out a price point that works best for you. We do allow you to name your price, so we make it affordable for everybody. And to my knowledge, Dave, and you've been to a lot of Republican events, it's the only item, the only event I've ever seen with big names where you can name your price. I've never seen something like it. Probably won't see something like it in the future because it's a great way to lose a lot of money quickly. So I encourage people to get those tickets today at time to freeamerica.com. Time to freeamerica.com. Clay, what's really interesting about that, you're right. Not only do people get to name their price, but you have the best guests of anybody out there. And I'm not besmirching anybody else. There's a lot of people doing good work, but consistently i look at your lineups and i go man this is awesome uh so you're going to get leaders in the resistance that are trying to stand up to this but we don't have much time to resist do you think there's any this is really an important question i know you probably know about the restrict act and how it's a fake tiktok ban and it's designed to basically silence uh media opposition to what they're doing do you think they could get this restrict act in prior to the rollout of the cbdc's I do. I do think it's possible. Uh, will it happen? I don't know. Um, and again, you know, what I do, Dave, I'm not saying this is a pro tip for how people should live their life, but what I do, I wake up every morning at 3 a.m. and I look at the reality of what's going on. So what do I do specifically? I look at Yuval Noah Harari, the top advisor for Klaus Schwab. Yes. I look at Klaus Schwab. I look at Xi of China. I like it. Putin of Russia. Now, I don't read the headlines of what other people are saying. I read what they're saying. You see, I listen to what Klaus Schwab's actually saying, what Yuval Noah Harari's actually saying. I take the time to read this legislation myself. And what I'm finding is that if we can get past the headlines and actually read to them all the way down to the bottom line, you'll find their nefarious Great Reset uh, plan is very much out in the open. Yeah, they just came out with a, a great reset for water plan from the U.N. demanding that Western nations sign on immediately, which will prevent irrigation, reuse of water, trapping rainwater. I mean, this whole nonsense we saw in the Agenda 21 documents, and that was on Breitbart. I want to say it was either yesterday or the day before, and they cited the U.N. position on this. I mean, they're going for broke right now. Um, final question here before we before we let you go. Why is there such an urgency on the part of the globalists to take America down? Why do they seem to be in such a rush so much so that they're oh. making mistakes? Okay, well, there's the Trilateral Commission, and the Trilateral Commission came out. This is a David Rockefeller founded organization. They came out and stated that we are on year one. 2023 is year one of their seven-year plan. Okay, so for anybody out there that doesn't understand this, they have a seven year plan. We're on year one of that. Um, Klaus Schwab came out and said that, uh, hey, by the way, we did introduce the Club of Rome report. Now, the Club of Rome report is the report that calls for the dividing of the earth into 10 uh, financial sectors or regions. And so these people are, are on a timeline. They're on a timeline. Okay, and they want to start what I would call seven years of tribulation or their seven-year plan up to 2030, uh, because 2030, 2030 is the ultimate goal to have the Great Reset completely implemented. So we are right now on year one of seven. I call it the seven years of tribulation. Someone else can call it what they want to call it, but that's what they're doing. They're escalating into 2030. Well, you're in good company, Clay, because I've got a lot of religious friends, and I'm one of them, but a lot of them think that we are entering the tribulation, and they cite the same dates you just did. That's really interesting yeah, so how you I, listen to that. I read the Bible, and I try not to listen to pastors, so that's kind of my pro tip out there. <laughs> I hear um, you. you know, I, if you go to church and you have a pastor that's talking, I mean it sincerely. Bring the Bible with you and read it yourself and see if what they're saying is actually in the Bible. So even if you have a great pastor, try to read the Scripture yourself, because when you read the Scripture yourself, you can quickly determine whether what's being said is accurate or not. Exactly. Hey, one more time for the audience. Tell them how they can find your website so they can plan to attend one of your conferences. Yeah, go to timetofreeamerica.com. Time to freeamerica.com. That's the website. That's where to go. Clay, I know you're a humble guy, but I want to say this from my heart. I, and I'm sure my audience feels the same way, we are honored when you come on this show because we know you speak truth to power. Well, I appreciate you very much, and I'll keep dropping back. Folks, if you learn from PDC, go to time to freeamerica.com. That's time to freeamerica.com. Thanks for joining us, Clay. 
Thank you. Take care. Hey, we want to thank Clay Clark for being with us here. That was pretty good, our discussion about CBDC, the Restrict Act, and, of course, uh, his feelings about the indictment, which I think are going to absolutely help Trump, although I do expect a conviction at the lower court. And this will screw up his campaigning to some degree, but we'll get into that here in a minute. I've invited uh, Doug Thornton on, uh, the other half of the Doug and Dave Intel report, and I wanted to go through and we get our reactions to these three issues that Clay talked about. But first, you know, we got to take care of some business we didn't take care of in the first part of the show. And I'm just going to say this right now, very clearly, the move is being made on your food. And it's across multiple fronts. And it's been going on for a long time. You know, inch by inch, it's a cinch, the old frog in the boiling pot. And pretty soon, the food you'll have is what you have in your home. That's all you're going to be able to get. So you better stock up early and often. And often means you may only have another month, two months at most. And why am I putting a time frame on it? Because it gets into the topic of what Doug and I are going to talk about. And the time frame is revealed by Clay Clark. So go to foodwithdave.com and you'll get 25-year shelf life, 2,000 calories, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so you get lots of variety. Do it now and get as much as you can get. And also, too, Doug and I have talked repeatedly about Grid Down. And as we inch closer towards this uh, contrived war, uh, you can expect to have a Grid Down. And so where will you get your water? You can scavenge it, but can you really drink it? Well, if you have the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter, you won't have to worry about it. Because this filters out just about all contaminants. We publish the research at waterwithdave.com. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a product too that's not raised its prices. It's a product that is the best in the business. And it will run out because the manufacturer limits production because they don't want to overproduce to save cost. So you have a limited shelf life on this. Go to waterwithdave.com and get your Alexa Pure Pro water filter, as well as foodwithdave.com to get the food. And I'm just going to say this very, very briefly. You're going to hear an ad for Noble Gold in this segment. Listen to me. If CBDC comes and you do not have alternatives, you're dead in the water. You're done. So go to davehodgesgold.com. Well, Doug, let me just briefly sum up here what uh, Clay covered he covered cbdc and he said it's going to be here between may and july and his data was pretty good um he went on to talk about the restrict act we both did and it's a way to silence the opposition and throw people like you and me off the air and in prison for 20 years and we talked a little bit about the indictment so let's start with cbdc okay what's your reaction to what i said with regard to clay's admonition Hello, Doug. Hello, Doug. Hey, that's my bad. Okay. Uh, So, um, according to the experts, we're we're between 90 days and three days from having a complete banking collapse. Now, where I see this being a problem is that the projection is, you know, three months deep. Um, So, anything can happen within those three months. I think Clay is accurate. I think um, I think it's something to worry about. You know, I, I have people who email me all the time. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow. For example, they've got half off my pillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Doug, how are you investing? How do we invest during these times? What's the best way uh, to diversify all of your funds? You know, How much cash should you have on hand? Are precious metals really worth it? Should I be ready for a bartering system? And this is what I've told people, and me and Bob Griswold kind of agree on this. It's best to be prepared for a little bit of everything, right? Um, it's it's not a bad idea to have cash on hand because for a period of time, cash will have some sort of a monetary value until people ignore it. And then maybe coins will also have um, monetary value to them. 
Gold and silver, obviously, will always have monetary value, but there's a lot of problems with holding mass amounts of gold. You know, I mean, if all you have is gold, Dave, how do you go and buy, you know, a bushel worth of groceries with gold and then expect to get all your money back? So, and the other part is bartering. Bartering can take um, shape in a lot of different ways. I think some of the best ways to barter, and I think you and I agree with this, um, having proper tools that other people can use. Um, so kind of like a loan system. And then you can barter with livestock. You can barter with uh, eggs. That's one of the things that we planned on doing very much. Um, like my neighbor right behind me. Just today, his chickens produced 30 eggs. You know I mean, and, and it's been probably close to the same thing every day for about a week. But that can feed quite a bit of people. And you can't eat gold. You can't eat cash. And you can't eat most of the things that you bought for prepping. But if you prepare in the, I guess you could say, um, the lifestyle of a small-time farmer, um, you could prepare much better. But stock markets-wise, look, I actually agree with Glenn Beck in a lot of ways. I would tell people to keep your money in the banks um, because it's FDIC insured. And if the whole thing collapses and it's not insured anymore, then what did you lose? Right, everybody lost at that point. Uh, the thing that I think is going, I think we're going to see is a run on the banks. Did Clay talk about that? No, we didn't get too much into that, uh, but I do agree with you. There is, and by the way, I'm already getting notifications from my audience that withdrawals are being limited in places like Wells Fargo and Bank of America. I've I've heard the same thing. What did they say the limits were? That varied. Uh, one place was you can get five hundred dollars. Another yep, place 500. you could you could get two thousand in one bank back east. Um, but generally, it's between five and six hundred dollars. I heard one was five fifty. So yeah, I mean, this is uh, you know we're going to test it tomorrow. We're, we're going to hit the bank and we're going to see what we can take out. Now, let me give a warning here, Doug. People don't want to take out nine thousand plus dollars. And uh, if you take out money three times, they call it structuring. Now, if you take out five hundred dollars, that won't be structuring. But if you take out seven, eight, nine thousand dollars, because see, ten thousand dollars, there's a report requirement, and so there's a law called structuring. And the bank will issue a CTR uh, uh, report on you, and the IRS will investigate. They could just seize your assets without warning, with no notification, if they think you're money laundering. So if you go take money out of the bank, it's got to be a one-time deal, not in proximity to other large withdrawals. Now, I agree. If you absolutely yeah. don't trust your bank, go to a rival bank, like a credit union, and write a check off your account from the bank you want to move money from because you don't trust it to a new bank that you may feel is more solvent. You know, there's other ways, too, is uh, people have the elect the other electronic means like uh, PayPal accounts, Cash App accounts, uh, Vim- uh, was it Vimeo, yeah. I think? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these, these other different types of accounts are places where you can stash cash here and there, right? Right. But... You know, the the problem, once again, goes down to this. When you need it, how can you access it? When you need it, can the card be used? If they completely wipe the entire system and they say, you know, you have a uh, you have an approximate amount of you know weeks in order to convert all of your cash into the new digital currency and after that it won't be used you know that that would really suck for people who have you know you know how much money would have to be transferred back and forth back and forth on servers and you know what i see whenever when i think about that i I see this what a great opportunity and time for people who are professional hackers to be stealing money what a great time for um international terror groups or domestic terror groups or even your own federal government to crash the system to cut the grid you know and then all what happens to all your ones and zeros and once again that's that's the whole problem i think everybody has with this entire digital system and that's my problem also with blockchain and all this other stuff 
is that it's just a one and zero. You don't have a hard monetary asset. So, you know, if you're going to diversify, make sure you have something more than just a one and zero sitting in a bank account that you may not have access to anymore. You know, that's 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 probably one of the things that I always worry about is, uh, you know, this is the way people typically live is they live paycheck to paycheck. For a long time, I, I lived paycheck to paycheck. Um, now, there's a point in time when, you know, we, we snowballed everything and we paid everything off. So now the only thing that we have is a house note and a car note. And, uh, you know, thankfully it, that saved us. But you know what has spiked? The internet bill has spiked. The damn electric bill got from, went from about 220 a month to $900 a month. You remember that last year? At two $900 months last year. Um, you know, and then, uh, the price of dog food and, and, and chicken feed goes up. Diesel and gas goes up. And then, uh, you know, cell phone bills went up and we had to restructure that recently. So, you know, the problem with families right now, if you're middle income and below, like where I'm at, you know, if you are trying to save a nest egg for that just in case rainy day fund and everything else starts to increase, you know, your gas, your food, your propane, um, you know, your electric, uh, we just filled up our propane tank, one of our propane tanks, 250 gallons worth, $601. Now, that doesn't sound too bad, you know, but still, that's $601 that we ain't got no more, and we got to wait again to build that back up. And for families who, you know, you, you kind of pinch pennies here and there like we do, this economy is very worrying to us. It's not worth – this economy, I don't think, is – is uh, worrying the people that are worth tens of millions of dollars, like your congressmen and your senators and many other politicians and those big uh, elitists out there. They could care less because they're so diversified, probably in so many different currencies and different structures that, uh, you know, most likely they will be somewhat insulated when the system goes down. But for you and I, Dave, and below, where are we insulated at? Here's a good thing to do. Now, this is a this is a, a I guess you could say a maybe a pet peeve for somebody, but if you invest in raw land, it can potentially give back benefits, but land's gone up. I mean, we were looking at land um, in parts of north um, North Arkansas near the Ozarks. Where two years ago that land was almost probably a quarter to a half worth what it was then. It's gone up 50%. Everything has gone up. So one of the things that I worry about, I guess, and, and I'll, I'll see your comment on this is are we going to have another Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac coming? And if so, what do the banks do with everyone who has defaulted on their loans? It depends how bad the damage is. I think if there's a total collapse of the dollar, I think Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are going to be the least of the government's worries. Uh, there'll be nowhere to recoup. But what they'll do is they'll invoke the Dodd-Frank law from 2010, which says that uh, when you deposit your money in the bank in any form, retirement account, 401k, RA, or passbook, or checking, or money market, uh, they own your money. You're an unsecured creditor. And they can keep Absolutely. your money. And there's been a court case that backed this uh, illegal action up. And so what they'll do if they have problems, they're not going to worry about going to the trouble of, uh, uh, of mortgages. What they're going to do is they're going to go right for the bank accounts. This is incredible. We, we, have a, we have such an out-of-control government. They've given themselves legal authority at any moment in time that they want to come and take your guns. That's red flag laws. They've given themselves legal authority at any time that they want to uh, increase everything that has an oil production so that more or less uh, what they almost got the workaround where they could ban uh, gas and diesel cars. Um, you know, that, then they, they are giving themselves legal rights to your children and to their sexuality and their mental health. And then they give themselves legal rights to your bank accounts. How much more? Can America sit back and allow to be stripped from you? Because we, we, we no longer 
do we reside in a constitutional-based republic? We do finally live in a democratic, I guess you could say, democratically elected um, second world country. I mean, we we are in a banana republic at this point. There you go. This this whole garbage with Trump. I don't know if you want to get on that one right now, but this whole garbage with Trump should wake up everyone. If you don't like the guy or not, we are no different than the yeah. czars of Russia. Before we go there, I just want to say this, um, ladies and gentlemen, you got to be really careful with your money and what you do, because they're going to look for excuses to call you a money launderer and take your money. And I just want to finish my thought. On the CTR cash transaction reports required by the banks, uh, they have to require, they require $10,000 report requirement to the IRS, then you have to validate what you're doing. And that's if you deposit 10000 or take out 10000 So people, you know, we're getting clever and we're going like $9,999. Well, they call that structuring if you do it two to three months in a row. And you need to be really, really careful because they won't give you a warning. I, I've seen situations where they just come in and shut you down. The other thing I want to mention, too, to tie up loose ends and then we'll go to the indictment, is the subject of um, solvency of the FDIC. They're lying when they say, and they said this in SBB bank crisis, we have 50% of the insurance you need to insure every bank account in America. That's a lie. And I'll tell you why it's a lie. In 2014, the G20 had a conference in Brisbane, Australia, and they decided on two things. And the one was, who would get um, reimbursed if the banks were to fail? And are all the countries of Europe going to invoke a version of Dodd-Frank where the banks own your money and they can just take it. So the answer to both uh, were, were this. Number one, with regard to uh, the um, the Federal Reserve, they actually admitted to this. The Federal Reserve, uh, through the FDIC, because the, the money would eventually ultimately come out of the Federal Reserve, earmarked for the FDIC. The FDIC has 1.2% of the cash on hand to cover every account in America. Not 50, that's a lie. And this was what was uh, published in 2014. And and people need to ask, Do are we to believe that the government has increased coverage by 48.8%? I don't think so. That would be the uh, better half of the Obama years, and now we're into the Biden years. I never heard Trump talk about it. The fact is, folks, is it's 1929 in disguise. When the banks go down, so will your money. And Doug, I would say this. You say, you know, put money into food. I agree. Get your essentials first. But what's left over, except for management account month to month, I recommend strongly that you still get gold and silver. And the reason I say that, because it's a transference of wealth that at least you get to hold in abeyance until things perhaps will straighten out, then you can bring those assets forward and cash them in. Because if you don't have a wealth transfer plan, when that bank goes down, you're done. I want to bring up two very, very important parts. Well, three. One thing, don't forget, during the Great Depression, they made gold, silver illegal. Right? The ability to hold precious metals. And the government came after all that. Uh, Two... If you decide to take out large amounts of cash, understand the laws of your state and remember civil asset forfeiture. If you get caught traveling down the highways and byways with $10,000 or more, law enforcement apparently has given themselves – and this has been an epidemic since it ever became something, and I've never agreed with this law. I don't think it's a law. I think it's highway robbery. But if you have $10,000 or more, they can detain you and they can take it and you don't have to get it back. You know, you can try and fight it in court. Most of the cases, people never get that money back. And that's absolute highway robbery. So if you do have that large amount of money, um, you know, just make sure, man, just be careful. There is a very, very sad story about a Marine who traveled around from California to Texas and he had $38,000 on him. And he had all the bank stubs. Uh, he had it in like three or four different banks. He retired out of the Marine Corps. He's going uh, back home to see his kid. 
you know, he's going to go buy everything that he needs with all this and help out his kid. And, uh, I think in New Mexico, law enforcement pulled him over for whatever, uh, minor infraction, saw a large amount of money after they searched his vehicle and he never got it back. You know, I mean, it's, it's a damn shame, but it happens every day. So be careful. Um, and here's the other thing. Talk about shame. If you or I were to default on our loans, if you or I were to lose billions of dollars of our customers' um, uh, money, buddy, you and I would be out of a job. You and I would probably be sued all the way to the penitentiary. I think yeah, it'd be, but it'd instead, be criminal, I agree. But instead, the banks get bailed out and nobody gets in trouble. Okay. Well, let's go to the indictment aspect of it, and I want to cover the uh, gag order. Clay and I talked about that. I want to get your view on the gag order. This is unprecedented. Like I said, we have become no worse or no better than the czars of Russia. And I I am shocked by what is going on. And, you know, I, I talked about this earlier. At what point in time does America say, you've taken away my right to vote? You're coming after my kids, my money, my guns, my health, my religion? You know, now the the one man that I think can solve many of our problems, you're not going to allow him to even run because he can't talk now? Oh, and by the way, you're going to trump up all these different charges, two different indictments from two different courts, D.C. and now New York? What are these kangaroo courts? And obviously, the attorney general isn't going to do jack nor squat about any of these. But where is Ron DeSantis in calling this out? Well, he has has to some degree. He did say he would not extradite Trump, and that was when was undecided what Trump was going to do. But that's nothing. That's window dressing. I agree with you. we We need a rallying cry between the freaking conservatives and even the rhino Republicans. It doesn't matter at this point in time. The Democrats can fly in all over the world to vote for whatever reprobate evil bill that they want. And all of them will vote unanimous. But Republicans, conservatives, we are so busy fighting each other. This is how we all get hanged separately. Because we all infight amongst each other. Look, the best we got right now is Donald Trump. The second best we got right now Low energy and all this other crap that all the MAGA fanatics have been saying is Ron DeSantis. Why are we why are we pairing these two against each other like it's a dog fight? Hey, gents, work together. The fate of America is at stake. You know, not your uh, your legacy. You know, if you really claim to be public servants, then serve us and and learn to unite with each other. Hell, the Democrats will unite each with each other and create some sort of a gun bill uh, for one of their own who went and killed six of our own. You know, we, if we do not pull our heads out of the sand, when we do lose this country, nobody should be uh, really upset about it. Because as Republicans, as conservatives, we literally chose to fight with each other instead of trying to get something done. Um, as far as the gag order, could you imagine if you if you put a gag order on Kamala Harris? Not only would that be amazing, but if you could actually say, hey, you're running for president, we're not going to allow you to talk because of whatever you did in the past. You know, Trump, he, he didn't prosecute Hillary, but the Democrats will fully prosecute him. So I say this. If all this falls through, if Trump escapes and he's not in jail, what will Trump do when he gets back to the presidency? Will it be scorched earth finally? Or will the Civil War happen before then? Uh, it, it could, uh, but I will say this. They will never let him run. This, These are prosecutions. They're going to draw him out. That's why there's 30-some-odd counts. They're going to draw him four. Yeah, they're going to draw them out as long as they can so he can't campaign. And they're hoping DeSantis, who they can defeat because he won't have the funding, because Mitch McConnell and Rona McDaniel, the head of the RNC, will pull the money from him because he's America first. And so he won't win. 
and the Democrats will get their person back in through cheating and through uh, uh, rhinos uh, that are in the Uniparty. So, D- Doug, this is where, where we're at right now. Uh, this is election interference to the hilt. And, and, and they don't want us to believe that there was election fraud in 2020 or 2022, but this is election interference of the highest degree. You, wouldn't you think that all the Antifa riots funded by almost all the people who are running for president from the Democratic side and who were expressly for it, mm-hmm. wouldn't that also be like an interference? Wouldn't that also be a seditious act, a treasonous act, a disruption of the the uh, common workflow of the federal government? But nothing. That's the thing about a lot of people who ride the fence is if you haven't seen it clearly – then you just you, your eyes ain't open, okay? If we do not win 2024, what comes next in America is subjugation. I, These people will not stop until we are prisoners in our own country. Well, just look at J six. And we will look like China. Look at J six. Yeah. That, that's yeah. what you'll see. But another I thousand don't, I, investigation. Yeah, I heard that too. I don't think we're going to get that far though. I don't think we're going to get to the election. When C B D C comes in and the restrictions become so severe, that's what I think the catalyst will be for uh, armed insurrection. I don't know how widespread well, it'll be. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it for years. 2024, if we don't have a civil war, I'm going to be shocked. Yeah, so we don't get our door kicked in. We're not advocating for it. We're just observing from a 30,000-foot level. The reality is this, is that there, there comes a time when people will fight back. And when you threaten right. their existence, when you can take their bank account because you don't like their political views, and they and their families can't eat, they can't pay for their shelter. That's when they pick up the guns. That's why they want to get the guns as much as they can right now. Uh, I'm looking for a major false flag event to have mm-hmm. them try to justify taking guns. Yep, absolutely. Well, you know, these people say that we're that we're terrorists. You have your own government who labels its own citizens as terrorists. And then anything that you say, they say, oh, that's white supremacist. And because that's white supremacist, you must be a neo-Nazi. And then they say, look, there's a resurgence of the of the KKK and neo-Nazis, even though, come on, guys, Nazis and KKK, that's socialist, and that's the leftist democratic thing. They have projected so much that they, they cried wolf for so long that they finally got their own people in charge to write the laws to go along with the lies that they say. So now their laws protect their lies, and their lies have since become a truth because we allowed it. I agree. I agree. We absolutely allowed it to happen. We trusted the 250-year or so history of our country and thought, well, things will straighten out. It won't be that bad. It won't stay bad, and this is what we got. Uh, We're not going to get to the uh, Restrict Act. I'll just say this. Restrict Act is not about TikTok, people. It's about taking you down. Now, I'm going to give you just one example. I talked to a lawyer today about this. A lot of people use VPN. So if your VPN relocates, which they all do, and it relocates, let's say, to Syria, and then it jumps to Brazil, then it jumps to China, two out of three instances there, you are cohorting with foreign interests hostile to the interests of the United States, and they'll use that basis to come after you. doesn't matter what you say. Now, I guarantee you, they will save the enforcement. It'll be selective enforcement, and they will save it for the people that criticize them. And then they'll put you in prison for 20 years with a $1 million fine. And that that is what they're doing. Um, Doug, um, boy, we ate up this time really quickly. Uh, tell people how they can follow your good work. The American Vindictus Show is on gsradio.com, or excuse me, gsradio.net from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time, also on YouTube and Rumble. And the Doug and Dave Intel Report is also on Rumble. And then thecommonsenseshow.com and thecommonsenseshow.tv. Please like, share, subscribe, and spread the word. 
Yeah, good chance, and I should say this is a programming note, good chance, we haven't confirmed it yet, but Doug and I and uh, the crew, we're going to be in Vegas the 25th and 26th of August, and we're going to be there to cover Clay Clark's great conference, Reawaken American Tour, and he has people like Mike Lindell, General Flynn, and so forth. And I'll tell you, it's terrific, and um, good chance we're going to be there covering it. They've invited us to come up and have a media booth, and very kind to them, and we'll probably end up taking them up on it. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we got a bit to do. We'll see you back here again tomorrow. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.